Hello and welcome back. I'm Eric. And I'm Haley. And we are Reels on Reels. Back to our second episode here. Um, we're excited to uh, continue on with this new endeavor of ours, and um, yeah, we're just gonna keep going on today. I think this week we are going to cover some Netflix films. Oh, yes, Netflix the joys of streaming, the joys <laughs> of streaming, absolutely. All right, so the first thing I would like to talk about is probably Bird Box, mm-hmm. starring Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock, and who else is in that film? Oh, boy. Let's see. Well, we got John Malkovich, for one. That's right. John Malkovich. Um, uh, Trevante Rhodes. Okay. Uh, Sarah Paulson has, like, a... She has a role in it. I wish she had a bigger role in it. Yeah. Um, But I won't go into details about that. Let's see. Other than that, it's like... Those are really the major characters, I feel... You got some other roles, like B.D. Wong has, like, a, an appearance. Uh, oh, that's right. I totally forgot he was in that one. Yeah, Parminder Nagra has a has an appearance, too, in some parts. But for the most part, um, Sandra Bullock all the way. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, let's go talk about this film without really giving it away to anybody who hasn't seen it yet. Well, it became kind of a, a big thing on the internet. There's memes all about it, all everywhere. There's a bird box challenge, no matter how ridiculous that sounds. So, pretty much the common knowledge about bird box is that it's it's a world where these things have come mm-hmm. and you cannot actually look at them. If you look at them, you will die. But we don't know what that what really happens. We don't happens. know what they are. Yeah. Yeah, we don't know what they are, where they come from, or anything like that. We just know if you look at them, you will die. So there's a lot of people wearing blindfolds the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, if if you've seen a meme with people wearing blindfolds, it's probably about Bird Box. Has something to do with it, one way or another. Yeah. Um, yeah. The first thing that I want to address is really that um, everyone's making comparisons to A Quiet Place. I don't know about that. I mean, it's like yes I, and I, no. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel about it. Yes and no. Like for one to support no, there's no similarity. Absolutely Bird Box not. <laughs> Bird Box is based off of a book that was written like 4 or 5 years ago and A Quiet Place didn't start being written as a script until I think 2016. So they were written at completely different times. Mhm. And this is one thing that people need to remember is that it's a very big world. There's a lot of people. And a lot of people come up with similar ideas. So one thing that really works well for tension is to take away one of our senses, take away something mm-hmm. like that. And in the case of Bird Box, it's our it's our sense sight. of sight. Our sight, yeah. yeah. So I, I'm definitely in the camp that they're not super similar, other than like A Quiet Place, it's sound, but... Yeah, this one's yeah, sight, it, sound. It, it, it's, it's, it's like they, they share some things, but they're different. It's still an, a... You know, part of the human, um, what do you call it, body that's being kind of eliminated for you to use, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like like you said, in a quiet place, it's our ears or our, our being quiet, right? Yeah. Um, in this one, like you, that one you can't talk. In this one, you say you can't see. Mm-hmm. Or you can see, but you don't want to, right? So the, hence the uh, the blindfolds. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as you're saying, like, similarities, they're really, I don't really see anything 
similar other than trying to survive without using those senses. Yeah. Like, they're both stories of survival. Yeah. They both have themes of family throughout. Mm Mm-hmm. And it takes away a sense. Or a sensor, like, speaking, all that type of thing. So, like, those are really the only similarities. But I see a lot of people comparing the two of them. And I think it really is unfortunate that they came out around the same time because so that those comparisons happen. Like, both, they're both 2018 films. Was The Quiet Place 2018? Yeah. For some reason, I was thinking it was 2017. No, it was a long year, but it was 2018, I believe. Oh, my. Okay. Yeah, all I right. think that was another one that came out in the spring. Okay. Yeah, sometime well, in between March and May, I think it came out. Well, I mean, I guess if you think about it, like, most films that come out, there's usually something that is going to be its um, challenger, I guess. Yeah, a lot I of times. Like, it happens all the time. There's a film that comes out and another one comes out that has it's really similar. Yeah. But a lot of times those are, like, super similar, like Armageddon and Deep Impact. Like, yeah. Like, exactly, like, the same. Ants and uh, Bugs Life. Uh, the Prestige and that other one. The Illusionist. Illusionist, yeah. 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 Like, a lot of times stuff like that happens, but I don't I don't consider Bird Box and A Quiet Place to be in a realm like that. No, I don't think so either. I, I, I think they're two completely different type of films that shouldn't even be considered, like, challenging each other or similar, similar to each other in a sense. Mm-hmm. But off of those similarities, I guess the next thing would be to go about the story for Bird Box. I've seen a lot of people are kind of... Like, they're torn on it. Like, some like people like it, some people hate it. Okay. Let me see, where am I at? Yeah, it's it's kind of kind of split down the middle on it. Like, how did you feel about it in terms of, like, did you enjoy it? Like, I know I enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, like, overall, I enjoyed the movie. Uh, there were some things about it that I was kind of like, eh. But overall, like, the tension was there. Mm-hmm. It kept me like, oh, my God, what is it? What's happening? Like, it made me want to, like... The beginning was fantastic. Oh, yeah. It just threw you right into it. Yeah. Right off the bat. It just mm-hmm. threw you right into the situation. And, um, yeah, and just going along, it just kept me, like, what's going on? I want to know more. Mm-hmm. Right? But at the same time, like, I'd be like, hey, hey, no, no, no. Don't do that. Don't, yeah. don't, don't, don't. Don't. Just, just save yourself. It like, has the tension. It does. Like, I will admit that I think it slows down a lot in the mm-hmm. middle when it comes down to more, like, group dynamics and stuff like that. And there's less of the monster or whatever it mm-hmm. is. And the ending, I feel, could have been better. Okay. Yeah. But. But there are so it, many things that I really liked about it. Like what? Like what would you say is the standout thing for you? Well, for one, Sandra Bullock is amazing. She is. <laughs> like she she's... did really well in it. Like she's she puts you in there. Like when when she is like tense and she's like she means business. Like I, I felt it. I was like, yes, Sandra, yes. Oh, especially when she was talking to the kids. Oh yes. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that was just like whoa. It's like I, I will listen to you. You're not even in front of me screaming at me, but I will listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I liked a lot of the themes of like motherhood and parenting that mm-hmm. got put in there. Like I, that I've was seen a big part some people, I've seen some people kind of like poke fun at it in the, in a way for that because of uh, her character's kind of apathy toward the subject. Okay. But I think that that's part of the the growth of it 
from when how she was in from the beginning how she began to, where, to where she ends where she up ended in up the in. End. Okay, yeah, 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 I, I, I think that was one of the parts I actually really liked about the film was the growth that her character goes through in that regard. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like that was definitely my favorite part was her and her character throughout. Um, there were some really creepy things with those monsters, like they they do some stuff like it's not even like oh they're there and if you see them you die it's like they they mess with your mind yeah and it's that was some pretty scary stuff <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, well i mean just from visually from what we're shown right not gonna say i'm not gonna say well, but we really but, don't see anything yeah but how <laughs> they're depicted and how we are showing them what they're supposed to be looking like mm-hmm. right like yeah, I'd hate to see that because that'd probably yeah do something too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, I th- I I liked this one a lot, and in some ways, I liked it better than A Quiet Place. Mm-hmm. And like, granted, I was talking with someone about this before, and I think I think A Quiet Place suffered because by the time I saw it, the hype was so high around it, and it was said to be such a, like an intelligent horror film, so much better than all these other horror films. That by the time I actually saw it, my expectations were too high. Yeah. So I was... Because of how it was built I was up. disappointed. Yeah. When I yeah. watched A Quiet Place, I remember feeling disappointed. I was expecting more. Yeah, and well, I, this... I didn't have that same level of expectation for this one. Yeah, so. it, was, it was just kind of like, oh, here it is. It's out on Netflix. And it was yeah. just like, we should watch it before it That trailer gets spoiled. looks good. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like, we didn't have to like find a time to go watch it <clears throat> at the theater. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then... Having to, you know, plan to go do that. And it's, just, mm-hmm. it's here, it's available. Let's figure out a night and just watch it. All right. Before it gets spoiled or mm-hmm. for us, right? Because it was easily accessible considering it was, it was a, stre- it's a yeah, streaming it's a service. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, in, in that regard, I think that really leads to why I, I liked a lot of things about Bird Box because I didn't have those same expectations. It didn't, it didn't bring you up to that, that level of, mm-hmm. of expectation. Yeah. Getting into it. Yeah. No. I could see that. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Yeah. Because um, like, I would understand if people didn't like Bird Box, too. Like, it's not for everybody. Yeah. Like, I could totally see it losing people when it slows down in the middle. Yeah, it's got a bit of a slow burn in mm-hmm. the middle section there, yeah. But, you know, that's when a lot, a bulk of the, what happens at the end, like, you know. Yeah, that's the character development. Yeah. <laughs> Which, character development is the slow parts. Uh, but the characters, like... <laughs> Um, any likable, any non-likable? Oh, uh, well, it's like, I can't, we can't really go too much into that. Yeah, that's true. Um, but Trevante Rhodes is, again, fantastic. Like, he's, he's definitely one of my favorites. Like, he did really well in Moonlight, and then he was in The Predator, too, right? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was one of my yeah. favorite things about The Predator. And then he was in this one, and he did really well again. Yeah. So, I'm... I, I really like seeing him in films. Yeah, it was a good supporting cast there. Yeah. Um, and then a, Malkovich is Malkovich. I was going to say, <laughs> what, what did you think of Malkovich? Uh, you're right, Malkovich is yeah, Malkovich. Like, it's, from what I know him, of him, like him he's, 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 he's a character. And he definitely plays a character in this. And he played that character quite well, in yes. my opinion. Yes, he's the <laughs> character that you kind of love to hate. Yeah. And hate to love. And hate and to love, everything. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's Malkovich. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, there's some other characters that don't really get any screen time. They're just kind of there to be there, and then yeah, they're gone. 
Well, yeah, there's. Uh, I liked Bird Box. Yeah, I, yeah. I overall, yeah, I, I would have to say I do, I do too. Like, it, well, I wasn't bored. It was, it uh, it did slow down, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. but for the most part, it kept me uh, interested, and and I was uh, I wasn't like tuning out or anything. Um, the whole middle section you said kind of like slow down a little bit, but I get it because they're trying to develop the characters, mm-hmm. and I felt like sometimes it kind of took a little longer than it should have. I agree. Um, and introduction of other characters that make you go whoa 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 yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> don't you know <laughs> yeah you know like okay just all right just that's when you start like telling the character of the yeah. character just hey just watch your back yeah. like it's, it's the character yeah. development yeah you, you, <laughs> but anyway other than that um i thought it was um um i thought it was done well yeah yeah i mean production wise mm-hmm. um I had no issues at all in on that department. I would say it's um, probably one of the better Netflix films that I've seen released lately. Yeah, yeah, it did felt like a like a movie, yeah, like like something that would be out in the, in the theaters. Like just the love, the look, the mm-hmm. the sound. Like it, it, it was well done. It was yeah. really well done. Um, and I know, like budget wise, I think the film was right around. I got it right here. Nineteen point eight million. Oh, I had no idea about that. Yeah, that's really not that much in today's film that's standard. Pretty, I'd say it's pretty average, kind of, sort of, for I a mean, film like this. For, well, I'm talking about like if you put it up against like a well, theatrical I mean, release. But like, keep in mind what type of film it is. Yeah, true. Because horror films are usually not they're as, usually really low yeah. budgets because it all relies on the story yeah. and being able to scare people, which you don't need a ton of money to do. Mm-mm. So honestly, I would say it's pretty average, pretty really, average like that. considering that you're paying Sandra Bullock and John Malkovich to be in it. <laughs> And everything yeah. like that. I would say that's pretty. I would say that's pretty average. Yeah, average for it. I don't know too much about budgets though, but I've seen horror films made for significantly less. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I have to agree. Um, obviously, there's no box office since it's a streaming service mm-hmm. that put it out. Yeah, but it's um, it's been immensely popular. Mm-hmm. Like so many people watched it. I hear that it actually made Netflix spill viewership numbers. Which oh. they've never done. Let's see if I can let's see if I can pull up any more information about that. Yeah, because they've been Netflix has been pretty private about stuff like that, for to my understanding, about their viewership numbers. Like they don't they don't. Um, yeah, they've been keeping it pretty those. secret. Yeah. It looks like. Um, Okay, so they did do... Netflix Film made a tweet on December 28th of 2018 that said, Took off my blindfold this morning to discover that 45,037... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me start that over. There's a comma there. (laughs) (laughs) 45,037,125 Netflix accounts have already watched Bird Box. Best first seven days ever for a Netflix film. Wow. Because the film was released on December 21st. That's a lot of data going through the internet there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Lots of streaming. So no wonder it's everywhere, really. Well, it's a good thing we saw before it got spoiled for us. Oh, yeah. Definitely. But on that note, Netflix had another, like, I, I don't know how popular, like, I've seen it everywhere on the internet and everything, but I don't know how it compares to the popularity of Bird Box. 
there's this new um, Netflix like because Netflix picked up Black Mirror Mm -hmm. so Black Mirror released a solo film called Bandersnatch yeah and it was this huge um, it was a big deal because it was like a choose your own adventure film interactive Mm -hmm. movie per se yeah um I was excited. I was excited too. Like the prospect of that. So, yeah. Such a good concept, it, really. It kind of reminded me of playing the old Bel- uh, not Bel- Bioware games like uh, Knights of the Old Republic, if those of you are familiar with it, or Dragon Age, where you, as you play, you cause the story to shift by make, making or choosing decisions for the characters. Mm-hmm. Whether or not they want to take on this or this, whatever you decide will give you the oppor- you know give you a different um, path to follow in the storyline and eventually get different endings. Yeah, at the end of the game, because like by the end, like if you if you chose to kill a character, everything changes earlier in- on in the game that might severely affect how the game ends for you. Exactly. And this is what it it sounded like, you know, for me. Yeah, those were my expectations for it also. So, actually going into finally watching it. Which it is interesting because they did, like, pay homage to the fact that it's kind of similar to video games because the whole idea of Bandersnatch is you're following a game programmer who's making a choose-your-own-adventure video game. Exactly. Where it has that same concept. So definitely expectations were kind of high for what that was going to provide yeah. for, as a, for a viewer. Yeah. Now, they were saying if uh, the movie itself, following through all the choices and stuff, um, however many there are, they were saying roughly around an hour and a half? I, hour? I think I remember it saying it had an hour 40 runtime. Hour 40 runtime. So depending on which direction you take and whatnot. Well, I believe our experience with it lasted about two hours. Yeah. At least. Yeah. A couple of... Uh, well, we'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll get into <laughs> yeah, we'll it. Get into we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Because um, we, were, we were expecting one thing, and then we started watching it, and it was an interesting concept, but it didn't take too long for us to start to get tired of it. Yeah, I have to agree. It, well, it, like, for one, for one, he gave me the reins <laughs> to make some decisions, and, like... By the first decision I made, I, like, ended our journey. That was, like, within 20 minutes. <laughs> With, like, I don't even feel like it was 20 minutes. Like, I had to make one decision, and I made one decision, and then all of a sudden it was like, oh, yeah, try again. And I was like, uh, okay, I guess. <laughs> but then by, like, the second time that we got, like, a try again message, it was mm-hmm. later on in the game. Oh, no, no, that was me also. that was me also i got another try again so i failed i failed my interactive film twice and had to start over (laughs) so i would say by the third time once i had given up on making decisions and i passed it on over to you and you got to try again i think that's when we got tired of it yeah because instead of being able to make decisions that were going to like influence how the film ended it was like, oh, you only have one path to actually continue yeah. this. It's kind of, it's kind of like they put you on a ride straight to where they want you to be. Yeah, yeah, and it kind of got like, eh, where are the choices? Like, it like, got, it got old because yeah. I was like, I, I've seen a lot of people saying that they, 
they spent a lot of time going back and seeing all of the endings. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why? <laughs> like, I, I got so tired of it after a little bit because it became too obvious that it didn't matter what my choices were. Yeah, to a certain degree, there were there were there were a bit of those. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I did try and go back and just pa- you know skip through to the parts where the choices are going to mm-hmm. be. And I think after like the third, I was like, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. Yeah, like I just it just it, it bored. I got bored with it. Yeah, and I would I would say maybe. Because I I wrote a review about this previously, I think the fact that it it took a a meta sort of path might have been its downfall, really. Okay. Because at one point, like like really, the whole thing is about with it being meta. I've seen some people say like just you making the decision to watch it, you're already falling into Bandersnatch. Okay. Like, okay. if you decide to watch it or you decide not to, that's already your first choice. It's your first... Okay, I can see yeah, that. Yeah, so even if you've chosen not to watch it, you cannot escape Bandersnatch. <laughs> you already... You made a decision. You already made a decision, and your try again is waiting. <laughs> um, but, yeah, the fact that it took a meta route, and that we were supposed to be making this game, and at one point it goes super meta, and it gives you the option to tell your character that they're watching Netflix, mm-hmm. like... I feel like that. I don't know. That was really weird. Yeah, it that takes you on a weird path, but it, I'm not going to explain it to you. <laughs> no, no. But just to see that that there completely like took me away. Yeah, that took me out of it. Like, but at the like, same time, it was like I get it. You know, I understand what they were going for with it, but I I don't know. Like, yeah, it, I it just didn't sit well with me overall. Yeah, I guess my expectations were just a little bit different. Yeah. Um, I wanted more of a not-so-linear story. Yeah. That they were kind of like, yeah, I made a couple choices, but then they put me in a fast track to where they want me to be. Mm -hmm. Made a couple choices, but then they put me in a fast track where they want me to be anyway. As opposed to, like, there's an actual story, but... Getting to the end of that story might have different endings, kind of like this one does. Mm-hmm. But when you're making that travel, that journey, and making those decisions, affected overall, like not just you know, like how the ending, but everything else that you're going through it, right? Like almost to a point of it just didn't have um, enough choices. I feel maybe that's what it is. It's yeah. just. It didn't. I didn't. I personally didn't feel like I was actually making the choices, mm-hmm. and it like kept me pushed forward mm-hmm. on like a on like a track that I just can't break at a certain point. Yeah, it was. It was and, just like uh, your end goal with it is just to release the game, and you. There's several endings where the game gets released with different approval ratings for it it gets Mm -hmm. like different ways of it getting released and everything but the end goal is to release the game and i feel like it just didn't have enough choices to make it feel like what you were deciding had any relevance to the ending yeah yeah i guess that's what i was i was trying to say just yeah Yeah, because it's like you really feel like i was in control yeah maybe that's i just didn't feel like i was in control which you can totally say is what they were going for anyway yeah. 
<laughs> no one is in control of themselves. Bandersnatch. <laughs> Although there was a point where, um, not spoiling anything, but it. Maybe I am going to spoil it if I oh, say it. No. So maybe I, I. I think you know where I'm getting at. I don't even know. It's. It's. I don't know where you're. At one point, you were like, you're like, he's understanding. Oh yes, he's becoming self-aware. There you go. That. Oh, that, that's when they re- that's when they bring Netflix into it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just like okay, that was kind of cool. Yeah, that was kind of cool. It's, but it was also the mo- it was like a teetering moment. Like yeah. that was cool at first. Like I was like, oh no, he's becoming self-aware. And then they dropped the Netflix logo, and, and I was like, took, all right then. <laughs> drop the, drop you off with your, out of the cab onto yeah. the street, and here you go. <laughs> Your building's right there. It's called Netflix. Yeah. That's your building you need to go to. <laughs> like, all right, thanks. Yeah, so I had I had a lot of feelings about this one. Um, I would probably not recommend it to people personally. Like, I didn't enjoy the ride yeah. enough. I, I would say maybe not recommend the movie, but I would probably say I'd recommend you at least try it once. Yeah. Just to experience it. Okay, I can it. get on the board with that just to experience it and at least, you know, make up your own mind on what you think of it, mm-hmm. right? Like, for me, I, I, us, us personally, personally, like, eh, yeah. I didn't really enjoy it. Eh, yeah, I, you know? I, I was done with it. And honestly, I think Eric stuck around with it longer than I did. Yeah, like I said, I tried to go back to see all the endings. And after the third time, I was like, nah, I can't do this anymore. I'm, it was like, That's I'm done with it. It's just, it got old really quick. Yeah. Yeah. But if you haven't seen it, by all means, give jump in. One try give least. it a try. You might actually enjoy it. Yeah. You know? So, Again, it might be another instance of just too high expectations. Yeah. Could yeah. be. Could be. Like, I was excited. Gave it a try. Yeah. You know, but I would suggest you at least try it once, and you know, you might have a better experience than we did. Yeah, you know, like it you happened, know? and yeah. depending on how popular this one ends up, they might end up doing more choose your own adventure things. Maybe the whole choose your own adventure film will get better. Yeah, yeah. I, I like the fact that they kind of did try and give the audience the attempt to kind of tell the story, you know, and how they would approach it we given mm-hmm. the situations right but i think it's a it's a good attempt for the first time it definitely needs uh, a lot of work you know definitely it's in its infancy yes mm-hmm. right and it's going to take a lot more content to get it to where it should be you know so like as the as the story goes along for every choice there should be like three or four more choices following that up to kind of expand on it a little bit more and then slowly bring it back in and limit the ending to maybe five different endings, right? But those choices, you have, you have a lot more to work with in between to get mm-hmm. to that end point. And I Make think that's what was like missing. you have just a little bit more control yeah. over it. Yeah, Because in this one, you know, not to reiterate it, but it's, you know, you start off, then you're given a choice, you're given a choice, and then they put you on a, on a track to where they want you to be. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it would be nice to have five, six, seven, eight more different choices that affects the story. Mm-hmm. And then eventually two or three of those will kind of lead you back in 
to where you should be. Yeah. Right? So instead of like, oh, game over, and then they kick you back. Oh, you're going to go back this far only. You can't make the choice prior to that. Yeah. And then they shoot you right back to the towards the end again, make your choice, and end it. Like, what? Yeah. yeah. You know? So. Yeah. Like, I was, and I will totally just go ahead into this. I'm not going to give too many details about it, but it's about a certain choice that I kept getting funneled toward. I was talking with one of my friends and we were both trying extremely hard not to kill one of the characters, but it felt like no matter how many times we chose to avoid that choice, it kept on taking me back so that I would choose to kill the character. Oh, okay. See that. And that's the type of thing that I'm talking about. Yeah. Where it was like, oh. There should be more choices. Yeah. It's like, like if this were a video game, I feel like my choice not to kill this character would come back and affect me favorably. Yeah. Toward the end, you know? But if you're, if you're not giving me the choice to avoid that, you're not really giving me a choice. And again, I think that comes down to the amount of content that they've recorded and, you know, I'm sure it was an undertaking. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Know. So maybe Netflix. Like, I do hear that they, like, I think Netflix had to come up with a completely new, like, play playback type thing for this. Mm-hmm. In order to, like, because the transition between your choices, because every choice you make takes you to a different film file. Yeah. And the transition is seamless. Yeah. Like, you don't even realize that you're going on to, the, like, there's no buffer time or anything. Yeah. You just, like, you make the choice and it moves on to another video file with no interruption to you. Yeah. And that's fantastic. Yeah. That was yeah, amazing. I, yeah, there was not even a hiccup. You just kind of, like, you do, you got to make a choice at a certain, a certain point, and then once you make it, it just keeps moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, like, yeah, that, that was, was fantastic. That was, that was, that was probably done, the best thing yeah. about it, like, just watching the magnificence of that. Yeah. But I think if Netflix is going to hear this, I, I would probably suggest, like, maybe... Talk to an actual game developer that does this. Well, I think right? this would probably come more less to Netflix and more to the creators who are attempting to do choose your own adventure. Yeah, but yeah, because I mean, it's still a big undertaking. Like, I'm oh, sure yeah. they understand the whole if then statements and the trees of action and everything. Like, I'm sure they understand that. But just having the ability to film all those things—that's a lot of work. That's a lot. Yeah, we we know that. Oh yeah, being yeah. So it's like, I'm sure they know, but it's just a matter of it being, like, almost the first of its kind and it being in its infancy. Maybe it's it's one of those, like, this one crawled so that could run. Mm-hmm. And it'll like, get better. It'll get better. Yeah, I think it'll get better. I'm excited to see what they're going to come up that come up with next. Yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, now if they don't change, if they keep doing the same thing, then... That'll get stale very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm sure, I'm sure it'll get better. I mean... You know, version two is always better, and sometimes version three is better, but not usually. Yeah. But, you know, but yeah. So overall, for me, it was, uh, I'm glad I tried it, mm-hmm. but yeah, it was a good attempt. Yeah. I would say it's like, just try it once. See yeah. if it's See if it's for you. See what we're talking about, essentially, and just imagine how it could change over time with more practice on it and more attempts. And yeah, but at least give it give it at least one shot. Yeah, because I know Netflix is going to continue doing more of those. Yeah, more choose your own adventure type things. Like maybe it was just because it was a Black Mirror episode that it took that kind of cynical vibe, because that's essentially what almost every episode of Black Mirror has been yeah. like—that vibe. 
So I guess we'll see where Netflix takes it next. I mean, they have their new, like, switching thing I just talked about with it, yeah. so why not utilize it? Who knows? It could be a rom-com. Choose your own adventure one of these days. <laughs> I would I would probably try that. Yeah, just you know, just imagine, you know, you making the choice of whether you're gonna end up with this person or not, right? <laughs> <laughs> just imagine that. <laughs> oh man. Should I bring an umbrella or should I not? Yes. <laughs> yeah, just imagine uh what's that what's that uh all the boys I've dated before from Netflix? To all the boys I've loved before. Yes. Imagine imagine that in interactive format. If oh you've boy. seen it, you know what you know what I'm talking about. And if you haven't <clears throat> seen it, then you totally then should you because should they're watch. making a sequel. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should talk about that one on another episode. Yeah, why not? <laughs> why not? So yeah, thanks again for listening to another episode of Leels on Reels. We'll be back again next time to talk about even more movies. I'm Haley. And I'm Eric. And this is Leels on Reels. Reels.